Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Carrie Price, and today we will be in Galatians chapter 4, verses 21 through chapter 5, verse 1. And in these chapters, before we get to our verses, the beginning of chapter 4, Paul is talking to the Galatians, and he's sharing his concern with them that they are getting caught up in following the law. He says that they're good at following the ways of Christ when he is with them, but when he's away, they fall back into old patterns. In verses 19 and 20, Paul even says that he has anguish in watching them grow, and he likens that anguish to the pain in childbirth. And he says he's having this pain and anguish as he's waiting for them to be formed in Christ, to have Christ formed in them. Last week, Joel talked about childbirth, shared the stories of our children being born and what he experienced during that time. And even though Joel and Paul, for that matter, have never experienced the act of giving birth, this is still a great analogy to the amount of pain that is being experienced. Paul so desperately wants to see the fruit of Jesus being the center of the lives of the Galatians. And he, he wants to see that fruit come from them, and he wants to see it consistently come from them. And until then, he feels like he's watching them being born or waiting for them to be born, and there's anguish in that. To encourage them, and this is where we get to today's verses, to encourage them, he takes them back to a memorable story from the Old Testament. Paul reminds the people of the story of Sarah and Hagar. Sarah was Abraham's wife, and God had promised Abraham a descendant. Not only does he promise him a descendant, but he makes a covenant with Abraham. And he says, Abraham, you'll be the father of a multitude of nations. And to mark the significance of this event, he changes Abraham's name. And he says, not only will this covenant be for you, but throughout the generations, it will be an everlasting covenant. So Paul's reminding the people that they're heirs of this promise. They are the sons of Abraham and that God is their God. They are the children of the promise. But he also says, you're not acting like it. He says, you're acting like slaves, like descendants of Hagar. Hagar was Sarah's servant. When Sarah saw no fruit of the promise God had given Abraham, she told Abraham to go to Hagar. Hagar conceived Ishmael, and after Sarah treated Hagar harshly, Hagar and Ishmael fled. An angel of the Lord appeared to Hagar and spoke to her in the wilderness and announced that her son shall be a wild donkey of a man, that his hand against everyone and everyone's hand against him and shall dwell over against all his kinsmen. Paul says, you're not descendants of Hagar. You are not slaves. You are children of the promise, and you are free. And in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, he says, For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. He's telling the Galatians, you've been here before. 
and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. He's saying to them, you've bowed a knee to a master other than God. You've bound yourself to another and you've been a slave to that. In this case, they'd bound themselves to the law rather than the freedom that comes through Christ. For the Galatians, when Paul wasn't living and preaching among them, they reverted back to what they knew. They found comfort in the ways of the old and easily slipped um, on the old yoke and back into a life of slavery. We see it throughout the Bible. We see the Israelites grumble as they walk throughout the wilderness. Um, they, they say, we want to be slaves again. That life was better than this new life of freedom. And most of us has, have also seen it in the lives of others around us. We see people going back to toxic relationships or back to addictions or back to bad habits after getting a taste of freedom. And if we're honest and we take a close look at ourselves, we can see the change of slavery creep back in our lives. We can see it creep in with the way we spend our time or our money or the things we take in with our eyes or the words we say with our mouth. Sometimes we can even say it in, see it in big ways. We say things like, hey, I'll take this wheel. I'll be the driver like Abraham. And we say, I'll do it my way. I've got this. And the yoke of slavery is our choice to be our own master. And Paul, he says to the Galatians, come on, come on, you guys. Obviously, he doesn't say that, but you, you get the idea. Come on, you guys. You're heirs of the promise. You're sons and daughters of freedom. This is why Christ died for you. This is why he set you free for freedom. Stand firm. Stand against going back. Do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. And he says, for surely the enemy is going to pester you. He's going to pester you with the idea that comfort's better. Just like when you, when you get a new pair of sweatpants or a new pair of slippers, and you think, I should really throw those old ones out and wear the new ones. But we don't. We don't throw the old ones out. We leave them in the back of the closet. And when, when we're feeling really like a cozy Saturday, we put the old ones on. And they fit so nice and they've worn perfectly. And we think, oh, there's nothing wrong with these old, comfortable things. And that's just how the Israelites felt. And that's how the Galatians felt. And that's how we feel. We want the comfort of what we know, even if it's not good for us. And so Paul says, stand firm, stand on Jesus. Stand on his truth. Also stand on that he will never leave you or forsake you. He promises to be your comfort and your rock. And with him, you can truly live in freedom. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you speak to this in our lives. That you know the temptation of comfort that you know the temptation of wanting to go back to our own ways, even when they're hurtful, even when they harm us or they harm those around us. And thank you, Lord, that you've come to set us free, that we can stand firm on that 
and that we can resist our old ways of slavery. Be with us today, God. Help us to walk with you. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on you. And Lord, may we be forever yoked to you as our master and our savior. And may we just walk in closeness with you today and each day. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.